What's up, Survivor? Love is like a, a coal fire. It makes the train go chew. Youth Group Survivor Support Group. Bump me out. Big me set. Hi. I'm a Power Ranger. Haley Williams owns my ass. You give me the scales of life and death. <laughs> Becca, no. Becca. Becca. Becca, I want to believe. Yeah. What's up and welcome to Youth Group Survivor Support Group. I am a co-host and co-founder of Duck Dynasty, Dylan Davis. I'm joined <laughs> by uh, Charlie Allen. Um, the newsboys doing a spiritual gangbang. <laughs> and Becca Stogner. I'm an atheist who has to die. <laughs> <laughs> and this week on Movies for White People, we are yes. reviewing the uh, Pure Flix film, God's Not Dead. Yeah. We finally got... We finally are getting around You to can kind of look at shit. this movie as a mob movie where God is the mob boss yeah. and he does a hit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, whacks this rude atheist... College he does, professor? Yeah, uh, God in this movie uh, does a series of petty crimes leading up to murder, much like the real mob. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's very true. Petty crimes has... like putting sugar in the gas tank of a pastor, right, right. which we'll get to. You know, God's Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. but like the little boy is Leo. Yeah. The, the college freshman yeah. is Leo, you know For what I sure. mean? He's like, um, oh, I'm the new kid on the block. His last name is Wheaton. What's his first name? Josh? Will. Josh Wheaton. Josh. Josh. I wanted to Wheaton. call him, I called him Will Wheaton the whole time. Now, uh, this will be interesting. To, I'm sure you know this already, that he was on Good Luck Charlie. That's what um, my oh, girlfriend that kid was told on that? me. Oh, okay. I never watched Good Luck Charlie, yes, but apparently he's a teen child. I watched it here and there. He wasn't like <laughs> one of the big stars. I think he was like a guest. Oh, okay, here. okay. Boy, the, uh, um, the girl that plays his girlfriend shit. is well, she um, she's Kathy Lee Gifford's daughter, but she okay. was in really she is, Kathy yeah, Lee Cassidy Gifford. Gifford. She was also in the horror movie The Gallows, like two years after this. No which fucking is One of my most favorite underrated horror films. Huh? Wild. Now, Becca, you've got more exposure to this movie than Charlie or I do. Yes, this was my second time watching this. Mm-hmm. Mm. So this is required viewing for this episode. Uh, so if, if you're not watching it, um, you probably won't know what we're talking about, and that's no, fine. Uh, this, um, I can. Can I just give a brief yeah, like plot give us a overview? synopsis? Please. Yeah, I'll tell you what this just reminded in case me of. Like don't. I, yeah. Right before I watched this, I watched Magnolia by Paul Thomas Anderson, oh, wow. which is an incredible film. It is. You know, it's like like fucking top 100 of all time or whatever, and. Um, they're similar films, except that this is made by, like, halfwits and people who have, like, <laughs> are just, like, in Magnolia, he really cares and loves for all humanity. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he really, like, shows people with nuance. And in this, there's zero nuance, basically. No, there's no, no nuance. Uh, I, but I, yeah, go ahead. It, it's basically, synopsis. like, a bunch of different intersecting stories about Christianity, all centered around this one kid is in a fucking college class with, like, an atheist college professor, and he's like, you have to sign a waiver that says you hate God before you get my class. And he's like, I won't do Which, it. I love Christ too much. Why not just do it for the grade? Like, well, it doesn't fucking matter if you actually believe it or not. Just well, as everyone kept quoting later and later, he who acknowledges me before men, I will acknowledge before the Father. And now he I've who denies me before men, he'll deny before the Father. So you can't write down on paper because everything written down is immediately true. So. The man who wrote and directed this is also named Harold Kronk. Harold Kronk. He sounds <laughs> he sounds like he only likes one type of coffee and no one can make it right. <laughs> sure, yeah. He sounds like he spent most of the production of this movie yelling at PAs. He sounds like Kronk from The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> it's possible. Do you think there's an Yzma behind the scene? I would hope so. Yeah, I only hope so. It's some mega church pastor in Atlanta, more than likely. Yeah. Um, I just, from the opening titles, I was like, oh boy, this movie is going to... What did you know about this before you saw it? What did I know about it? Uh, I knew the song because I had played it when I was in worship bands a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. I had seen the uh, post that inspired the movie. There was like a post a while ago. It was a, this story. Oh, um, yes, yes. This, so it was like, was like a copy pasta. Right? Yeah, it was like yeah, a folklore yeah. thing, kind of like uh, the Christian version of Slenderman, Beware the Atheist <laughs> Professor in College. God. Sort of thing, uh, uh, which is most of this. This movie reminded me of all the warnings I got as a child of of becoming an adult. Is like you better look out. You know, when you live in a cult, that's what they do is they scare you. The, of the core outside message world. of this film, ultimately, if you really look at it, is that all atheists deserve the shit that's coming to them, and they're all gonna have to die one and way or another. And they're all horrible. Like they're uh, all horrible, angry, mean. So if you don't know, and you will by the time you've watched part. this, yeah. yeah. Kevin Sorbo, TV's Hercules, mm-hmm. p- 
plays the Wait, atheist right. professor. Yeah, he was in the nineties. He he and uh, Lucy Lawless were Hercules and Xena. Huh. So they were like yeah. in the same time slot. I gotta say, he abuses his student wife. He abuses that his is student so wife. Whack. That we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, the synopsis is it challenges him. Is acting circles around pretty much pretty everybody much everybody in this, in this movie. movie. Oh, he yeah. sure as fuck thinks he is. Yeah. And uh, he's not true. great. He's arrogant about it. The scene but... that he has with the kid where he's like, we took the blinders off. Like, <laughs> yes, you think, yeah. he thinks that he is going for his he, Christian Oscar. Yeah. He went back to his trailer like, and now these kids know what it's like to win an Emmy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> A daytime Emmy. Well, like, <laughs> the scene where he commits abuse in the hallway and like runs up and just grabs the kid and yells at him. And tells him he will like personally bar him for ever getting into law school. What really made me think that was him and his student wife acting where she's like i just love jesus christ i think that he is really nice and even though we're in a relationship doesn't mean that i can't love him right and then he's like no you're fucking crazy this is a one-way relationship and that means i don't go fool around with any co-ed and that means you don't fucking old carpenter from you don't fuck god is what he tells her he's like you don't bring a two thousand year old dead carpenter and then she like she bought a bottle of wine for his dinner party with the fact that she it leaves in the, it in the car, car for one day. Which why not go just get another one at that point? But the faculty's drinking it and they're all like, "Ooh, the this wine, is wine sour. tastes like rotten eggs." Now listen, <laughs> okay, we are I don't we are like wildly that. already yeah. only on one small snippet of this movie. But this professor challenges Josh Wheaton to debate him for 20 minutes at the end of the every class for the next three classes. He's basically just like teach my fucking prove, class for free to prove that God is alive. Yeah. And if he can do that, he won't fail the course. And if he doesn't, then he'll, he'll. I almost said he'll die, which is he'll the stakes. Probably, the stakes yes. they try to, to yeah. put in this movie is they they propose that Josh not doing a good job will equal his immediate. They there make is, it out like he's in the gladiatorial arenas of also, ancient Rome, which they also mention. They literally make a reference to that um, because the guy, the first guy he meets, is like signing up for class. Oh yeah, and this the, is the first scene. This I'm is the first sure, scene. Yeah. This also was my first what moment yeah, of yeah. the film. Uh, he registers for classes. Uh, he says he's taking philosophy with this uh, arrogant uh, atheist ph- uh, philosophy yeah. professor. But he dares to do that while wearing a cross necklace. <laughs> and uh, and a newsboy shirt. A newsboy yeah. shirt. Out Christian he's swag you, all the he's time. He's giving you the movie condensed into one wardrobe. Uh, <laughs> and he's standing there and says, oh. He warns him like an old man in a horror movie. Oh, warns yeah. the kids. Better not go that way. There's atheists in there. No kids ever come out of there not atheists. And he's like, well, I can't just drop it. I'll have to change my whole class schedule, and I can't do that. And my girlfriend will be angry at me if I breathe. His his mother-girlfriend, who met, they met when they were 12. Yes. If this movie is to be followed, they met in youth group when they were fucking 12. They have 12. been dating for six years, and they're college freshmen at this point. And she she's like, sorry, I have the next 50 years of our life planned out. <laughs> yeah, you're insane. And lady. at one point, she like forbids Sorry, him. I'm crazy. Did you notice? Like, <laughs> Sorry, I planned out your entire career, Josh. When they're in the cafeteria, like talking about what he wants to do for the course. And yeah. She's screaming because like, that's not part of the our immaculate plan. He picks up a piece of pie. He does pick up. And she puts it back. She puts it back. She puts his pie back. This is also important because in the beginning of this movie, they set up about... 3,000 story threads yeah, that right. only one of which is even sort of fulfilling. Oh, I know. I <laughs> forgot about this. Which is why it's like Magnolia. Which is why it's like it's Magnolia. Like, oh, I'm keep, watching like, this. Halfway through, they keep dropping that like these yes. characters are actually intertwined and I was like, god damn it. We like, know. every single time. I wrote in my notes two minutes and ten seconds in and we already have a fucked up depiction of a Muslim. Oh, white and people Chinese, are happy and, and brown guy. people yeah. are unhappy. Okay, and it's yeah. cool. This yeah. is the one that made me is, uh, this the is where I screamed at my, the Muslim one is very infuriating. The Chinese one made me scream we can't have one film on this show without a weird goddamn stereotype no No. absolutely Um, not so this is what he does he signs up this this uh chinese character signs up he gives him his id he says oh prc what's that and he goes people's republic of china and i'm sure what they told him to ramp up the accent oh i'm sure they did i don't think that she said seriously and he said yes always serious and i threw my phone I don't I was think like, they would fuck call it that. the People's Republic of China. I'm pretty no. sure they would call it the CCP, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is that in Chinese. But yeah. well, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, it was very fucking weird. Should we also address that the only That's the, beginning the, of the only film. featured uh, black character in the movie has one line, and it's basically him going, my name's G-Dog, yo, or like something along and everyone, those lines. All the white, so. he's, he's like the only black kid in the class, too. If yeah. you scan it, oh, they the, just the put class one of down 80 front. People? Yeah, they put one black kid down front. With maybe 20 extras and in the room. That was like him. a Belmont class, honestly. That uh, yeah, him. and then they laugh at him like it's Night at the Apollo. Yeah. Like they laugh. <laughs> <laughs> this person's insufferable. 
<laughs> they they have a problem with numbers in this movie because he's do. like, there's 80 people in the class. There's clearly not. Yeah. And then at the newsboy show, there's like, there's 10,000 of you here. There's clearly not. <laughs> there's there's riches. <laughs> like it looks like uh somebody with like a wavy haircut. You know what I'm picturing? Like yeah. you can see like breaks in the crowd. It's yes. awesome, <laughs> dude. It's so sick. Also, I love when Kevin Sorbo comes into the class for the first time. And he's like, if you're in the wrong class, get out of here. And somebody leaves. Oh, that one guy is like. And then he like... goes like, if you think this class is going to be an easy A, get the fuck out of here. And the guy's like, oh, damn, dude, I'm dumb. He goes, do, 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 do. <laughs> nah, I'm out. And then yeah. he goes, there's always one. And, and everyone cracks the fuck up. Before yeah. the guy's even there's out of the room. One. Yeah, I, I have he's had like, professors house. do that. I've had professors Me do too. that. Me too. That's not uncommon. Like, to a point, they kind of get college somewhat. They they start. Here's the thing. I this is what, what he gets so right about college. college is like how it how stuck up all the academics are. Yes, like he gets uh, wrong. The scholars is are how up their smart own ass. they are. Yes, yeah. He is just not. He's not playing well, on the same fields. I feel tell. like I feel like the the writer of this movie, the screenwriter, um, really came up with like this legion of doom version yeah. of college like i was wondering the whole time i was like what where in metropolis or gotham is josh going yeah. to college because every professor is like a lex luther or well, somebody like that the mustachioed villain get like a sort of general idea of what the college academy is like or whatever He's having a party. We were talking about this a little the bit The professor earlier. has a dinner party near the second half of the film yeah. where he invites With, all the people from the philosophy department. He makes, he makes department. his student wife carry trays of uncut vegetables. This is another <laughs> thread. This is a thread from earlier. This girl uh, is visiting her mother early on who has dementia. Bad, and real eats, bad. eats chicken every day. <laughs> they literally, this was like the loudest I laughed. They put chicken down in front of the mom and she's like, oh, oh chicken? chicken? I can't remember the last time I but Chicken. the payoff to Dementia Mom's storyline is so it's fucking awesome. And, oh, and Dean King's my one, favorite like... character in this entire movie because he is, <laughs> you want to talk about megalomaniacal. He's yeah. just like evil and yeah. horrible and yeah. corrupt and loves every second of he it. Sure just, like, he sure does. He gives no shit. He's he gives fucking no shit. He like, finds yeah. out his yeah. FWB has cancer and it's just like, why would you bring that up tonight? <laughs> I know, How I'm fucking dare you tell me you have cancer? This was my night. How dare you? Yeah. Love is just later on. He goes into his. uh, He is related to student mom. There, that's her brother. Yes, and then their mom is dementia woman. Yes. To clear that up, there's mom with dementia has two kids, the student wife of Professor Hercules. Yep. (laughs) And and uh, uh, Dean Kane, Coyote of Wall Street. Yes. It's not revealed that she's professor wife until like no until through. almost done with the like, movie. Like she's just there. She's, she's been cu- fucking Hercules on the side. There's a couple of things that are revealed. You start off with like, oh, these are like stories, and you don't know how they intersect, and then they reveal right. them later on. And that one is a reveal that almost works. You know what almost. I mean? You're like, okay, again, we're cool. presented with only, ideas that are almost realized. Yeah. The only outside storyline that never comes back and intersects is the one the Muslim girl who's just like completely not true. On her own. And I would love to she, talk to you about yes, this because, uh, because it is when, kind of fulfilled. When the girlfriend breaks up with the uh, boy, which does uh, inevitably Josh yeah. loses his girlfriend she because she's a controlling. She's like, you're ruining monster. your career by arguing with a professor. Yeah. She breaks up with him. She stomps across the campus at him in ballet flats to break yeah. up with him for doing. Yes. No law student has ever argued with a professor before. Not one time. I can't think of one time. So she breaks up with him. He does. Th- uh, professor Hercules does threaten to uh, keep him from pursuing. He does call him out for calling it pre-law, which is funny. This, this yeah. is why um, you can tell this guy hasn't been in a fucking right. university in, like, forever. <laughs> yeah, for years. a long time. Yeah, because there is no universe in which, like, there are plenty of Christian lawyers. There's probably, like, more Christian lawyers than there are non-Christian lawyers. There are lawyers. plenty. There were tons at my church growing yeah. up, and they were all really nice, But and they were also lawyers. But you know? when girlfriend breaks up with pre-law student, white boy, perfect Christian boy. <laughs> with, was like, with half giant Christian now, man. <laughs> there's no He's fucking so way that they won't have God reward this man with pussy with, with at the end. Yeah. I and honestly forgot that 
uh, student wife was married to Kevin Sorbo. I thought they were setting up for, it up for them to get together for a second. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I like, see what you're like saying. a redemption of. But of, that's what the Muslim yeah. girl is for. Is she's, at the end she becomes she's at the his new love interest. No! Yes, because at the end she's at the concert and she's like, "Weren't you the one doing the Jesus yeah. talk? You were I the one who now. put the cake back while now talking that I'm about freed Christ." From my yeah. dad, I would like to be the property of another man. Yes. Oh, uh, that's okay. Her, yeah. yeah. That's so there is a there is a very poorly handled cafeteria. Right. Very, I, they. She looks so similar to student wife. I, she, get, I, she, the I thought they were the same for a second. That's, I was like, yeah, I don't that's know. Does, she does, was does the Muslim student wife does, was not. Does hot. the Muslim girl no, moonlight? Moonlight is a hospice care worker. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I just hated that. Like she puts on her like full hijab to get driven to school by her dad. And then takes like, it off. Coptic. She takes yeah. it off. She's putting it back on. And a white bitch walks up to her and is you like, "You don't have to." Do I wish this. you didn't have to do that. You're she so white beautiful. That, do not do that to p- people I in fucking hijabs. Yeah, do, let, do not do that to hijabi women because you will get your ass kicked. They will, first of all, they'll 100%. be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Why do are you talking talk to, to a stranger yeah, like exactly. this? Yeah, uh, this this movie poorly handles uh, a slice of American gets, immigrant life. She uh, eventually gets thrown what? out of her home. <laughs> Her she brother, forcibly, in a very, like, tries to be emotionally moving. It so then it hard. tries to walk back on the stereotypes by having the father also cry for having to kick his daughter out of his home for reading First Corinthians on, or well, listening to First Corinthians to on Frank an iPad. Listening to Franklin narks on her. He sees her listening to a sermon on her iPod and then sh- tells their family or whatever. Uh, yeah, tells tells the dad. He turns off his video game. Like, yeah. What Which, by the way, is apparently playing Galaga. Did you yeah. see that the <laughs> news bo- at the Newsboys concert, though, she had a replacement brother? She had a new blonde little boy with no. her? I did not see that. It's pretty what awesome. The how did she get into the Newsboys show huh? if she got thrown out of her home and allegedly has no money? I was like, how did she get there? Yeah. Well, I think she was living at the church, right? Oh, she, there's another subplot. This is the um, one that really basically has nothing to do with anything. The Pastor the Dave end. subplot? There's a Pastor Dave who's a, so a Pastor beautiful Dave, white dude. He's perfect. He is? His, he, he, looks like, he looks he's like a, a genius fake and beautiful he's perfect, person. And he's, but he's so kind okay, and sweet. Also, who is the guy playing? Okay, so Pastor Dave's introduced he's the spiritual font he's the sage yeah. that all our characters will visit the anti-sorbo if you will the yeah. Anti- yeah. anti-hercules yeah he's yeah yeah he gets he gets all the characters to visit him he's visited by a missionary from africa who, who is not named unnamed he's just called Why brother name him? he's black <laughs> i just noticed i've always called him the congo man as a joke because like <laughs> the congo man because i know that he's, he's from the congo and also in the third one spoiler alert he dies god Whoa. watch over the congo he, man that char- that character who his only goal is to get to disney world which yeah. does not happen it doesn't happen because this is one of god's petty crimes where he god. keeps pouring sugar in the gas tank god you do not start. know that in africa we love disneyland more than anything and i am even willing to die and trust me lord for like, oh i love disneyland good david, on him for like, david god is good <laughs> and, and all, all the, time. the time good on him god for like being him. positive and like not getting mad but if i flew halfway around the world to go to a theme park and the car kept dying i would be ready to fucking kill someone i'd walk to fucking disneyland also, by the second day i'd be like fuck it i'll take a bus i don't <laughs> want to be in louisiana baton rouge louisiana anymore they no may more have given him a name in the credits but i don't think they ever name him in conversation and at one point in the film when he was speaking the subtitle said out of town pastor so yeah pastor dave is considered to be attractive but to me he just looks like a like a i didn't say he's fun. attractive I well just said you he's said perfect and for righteous. the movie yeah no, no, no. <laughs> for the movie that's what they're calling attractive i think yeah. he looks like a weird fun housey owen wilson yes like, not, not, kinda, not wrong. uh his delivery is weird i didn't know if we were supposed to know who he was i don't know the actor who played him but i've seen him before he kind of looks like um scott con he whatever. does he has yeah. like a used to be a a, a Duke brother kind yeah. of vibe. He's not John Schneider or the other one, but like he's got very old TV star energy yes. where like he's got the weird long hair that he shouldn't have and it's dyed. It's got like it's dyed blonde. He's got, yeah, he's yeah. got frosted tips yeah. on long, dangly, dead hair. This came out in like 2011. Yeah. When did this fucking come out? It's like 2013? 20, 13? It's 2013, 14, I think. Yeah. Oh. The first one. Yeah. I, I remember I was in high school. Because it was even a joke in my Christian high school how, like, stupid and obtuse it was. Well, this is a movie that I very strongly... 14. I strongly remember my grandparents and parents telling me I just simply had to watch this this new 
award-winning movie from Pure Flix, and I was like, I, I hard you pass. You gotta be a fucking moron to think this is a good movie. I'm sorry, like yeah. with Facing the Giants, I get it. With Fireproof and Courageous, at least it has like yeah. the affect of a real movie. But right. like this, at the very end, when they have just like the back sixth of this movie is just a newsboys concert footage right, right. it's 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 almost like a cry night in the movie yeah. right they exactly. put in, they, they, they attempt is. to like emotionally manipulate yeah. moment where first they have Willie Robertson. Oh, also the Newsboys and Duck Commander Willie Robertson <laughs> is in this movie. Heavily featured. Heavily featured. Well, not really. He's in one scene, well, but then he has like a video at the Newsboys concert. It says featured, and he's in there more than we once. we haven't even talked about Amy yet. <laughs> okay, uh, there's another thread that we've neglected to mention to this point, and it's journalist Amy, uh, this redheaded uh, mess of a person. Yeah. Uh, she's just a, a, a tornado of spilled coffee, <laughs> I call her. The first thing she does uh, is, like, <laughs> scream at her micro. She's like, the microwave is, like, yep. warming up her oh, coffee. Yeah. And she's like, come on, come on! Look at the microwave! She's microwaving a cup of she's coffee. She's my coffee up, come on! She's a very busy uh, journalist for the new left. And she's got a bunch of bumper stickers that say, yeah. like, vegan. Yeah. And, like, uh, I'm um, going to take your damn gun. Uh, some some conservative like prop department had a lot of fun being like, I, I hope nobody I hope nobody at church sees this Amazon order I'm yeah, about to yeah. make because they'll be asking if I'm I'm a liberal but now. she's a journalist and her basically her beat is... is like, what was it called again? What's the name? Am, ambush what? Ambush journalism. What was the publication called? Oh, The New Left. The New Left. Writes yeah. For. yeah so she's, we are the new left. She's friends we with benefiting... She's Dean fucking Kane. Dean Cain in the worst version of Fifty Shades of great i um, call it 50 shades of great you guys are back that's what i call but her it. whole I thing is that she just drives up to christian famous people jumps out of her uh, out of her toyota of her, prius um excuse like, me <gasps> do you know that ducks are animals she either hides behind <laughs> a wall fucking... or just like and then she holds her phone out the wrong way yeah the to, wrong way to voice recording from a hundred yards away and shouts at them and what i think people think Anyone who's not conservative and evangelical does to other people. And then, of course, well, the, because... She's, like, the biggest straw man in the entire... Yeah. It's yeah. in a movie filled with fucking straw men and, like, caricatures of people. Hers has the, the most visible like. hay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because she's an angry, liberal atheist, she, of course, has to get cancer and die. Immediately. <laughs> right, Almost immediately. Yeah. She goes, I don't have time for cancer. Which... <laughs> No one does, Amy. So sorry. Yeah. This is, okay. I don't know if y'all caught this, and I have the picture, so I'll have to show you. Yeah. But okay. at one point, when she goes in for her MRI, the doctor goes in to close the door behind her, and there's a poster on the wall in the doctor's room. And the poster, I don't think they thought anyone could see, because the poster is a special for a Louisiana crop special. <laughs> Featuring what? things such as peppers, sweet corn, Christmas trees, blueberries, peaches, nursery and bedding plants, and cabbage. <laughs> this is the photo of the poster that you can clearly see. Oh my god! On yeah. the wall behind her as Louisiana she gets a cancer diagnosis. Oh it's, what, my god! Do you think they just some like Baton Rouge? Yeah, just community some. Center or I think something? they rented out like an old medical building for a week. Uh, so for half of this movie, I was like, "That's wild. man, they made California look so fucking ugly." And then it's, it's I not. <laughs> they that, took yeah. it's it to not California. They took it to California or That's like, to I Hollywood three. Just, I didn't zoom in. You can just see it like that. <laughs> you know how like Atlanta's like second Hollywood. Baton Rouge is third Hollywood. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. And that bronze looks a lot like shit. <laughs> I might say fifth or sixth. It may be the third one. Honorable mention. Well, like, bronze is not a pretty metal. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, true, true. Shit brown. <laughs> she dear. ambushes Duck Dynasty Man. This is another thing to point at, out. Right before and his walk, wife. They're walking, they're walking into, into church, church late, I think, because I think no they're one late. there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because they couldn't yeah. afford more cars. <laughs> yeah. more I think the budget started running out. I think most of the budget went to pay Willie. To be there. Would you guys ever watch Duck Dynasty for this? Yes. For this podcast? You yeah. want to watch like a season I'll watch of Duck a season Dynasty? Of Duck Dynasty. Because yeah. for the most part, what I remember of Duck Dynasty yeah. is that it's fine until the, the grandfather talks, which is my experience for my life anyway, so I'm not well, super shocked by that. I don't think it's like this where the plan no. is to like evangelize the entire no, time. No, the it's plan is to, to be, like, funny. look at these yokels. Yeah, exactly. Look yeah. at Uncle Cy with his cup full of sweet tea funny, in a dress shop. Just yeah. like your relatives or whatever yeah. why book. does she yeah. say she says to another woman at his, Corey is that her name yes. Willie's wife yeah. Yeah. she's like don't you have to be barefoot and pregnant somewhere <laughs> which is wild I don't know I think that that That's might part be of, a like, reference the... to like quiverful shit maybe but, it is yeah. it's also like a like the way they portray themselves 
all the women on Duck Dynasty are always made up and always presentable they're for babes, camera. Too. They're babes too. They're that's one thing I remember. Yeah, sort of. A bunch they're, of they're like, she just well, can't act for shit. She yeah. goes, I haven't been barefoot and pregnant they're, they're in a long time. <laughs> they're always put together and put upon by their yokel husbands. It's yeah. like a it's like a fifties sitcom. It's like honeymooners, sort of, is right, how they play exactly. the relationships. The only difference being, like, uh, I think Pat is the the patriarch of the Robertson family. Pat and his Probably. wife Karen, I believe one. it's Pat yeah. and Karen, uh, who Pat but gets Willie's in trouble. Willie's the one who's like really the main Willie's, character. Willie's the nicest one. Yeah. Willie's like the the young, He's weirdly the, the young time. bearded face. I said before face. we started reco- uh, recording that I think he gives me Bill Clinton energy. Yeah, like he's like a. Like He's got carpetbagger energy. I he think. does. Yeah. Like, yeah, like he... old timey. Like, hey man, I'm just a regular guy. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. I know you're up to some shit. You fucking freak. Well, he I was smart enough are. to figure out how to get his family millions of dollars yeah, off of making duck calls. So like, he figured that shit out. He and um, the Duggar boy, the main Duggar dad, whatever that mother, Jim Bob. Jim Bob. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they know how to capitalize. Energy. Yeah. They know how to capitalize on what makes their family unique, and then they play it up for the cameras, right. which he's very good at doing in this film. He plays it up in this film. He's fine. Well, He's the script whatever. is written to make him look awesome. Yeah. I just wonder if this was like hospitable. Like one third financed by the Newsboys and Duck Dynasty. I oh, can I'm see sure. that. The Newsboys stuff sure. is like basically just a concert film, and this. That's seems right, like... gang. The Newsboys are in it. Have we mentioned that enough? They're in this goddamn movie. They're and all over it. From Angelo Tate to their weird British drummer, they're all here. They're all, all the here. boys. Your favorite one, well, tall curly head. Now that we've mentioned that, <laughs> knock off Billy Lib Joe Armstrong. Knock off Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> cancer Lib gets cancer. Cancer and... Lib. Cancer Lib attacks well, everyone. She, gets cancer. She goes out to dinner with. Dean Kane. Yeah, leaves, he does not get a character she name. She leaves it's just by Dean going, yeah. I think I have cancer. Which is like, what? There's, you know that. <laughs> no, you got. The doctor said, and you he's like, can you kid. not bring that up right now? It's so not. So they the break time. up. Her life's falling apart. Well, she's yeah, like, everybody. I love you, and he's like, he does the typical like, yeah. oh, what did you think this was? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm evil. Don't you know I only love money and selfishness? It's because I hate God so much. And then at one so point, much. in the dark, she's like, new blog post. I have. The end of her arc is right before the Newsboys concert that ends this film. Yeah. She goes and like backstage. Yeah, she like barges backstage and confronts them in their dressing room and then, like I said, she gets spiritually gangbanged by the newsboys. They spiritually enter her and change the makeup of her soul. She's like, it's gonna take at least five or six rock hard throbbing testimonies to make me fully submit. This is something to we haven't the touched will on. of God. Christian porn. That we need <laughs> and to then write. The lead singer is like, "Can we pray for you?" And so they do, Thank you, and they don't Tate. even get her side stage at the concert. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Another she thing just that I sits was crying was in their green room. Muslim girl runs away from her family. She yeah. goes to the church, and then the two pastors go to Disney World without her. Just yeah. le- abandon her. She doesn't get to go to Disney World because they, you are fucking Muslim. I don't think they make it to Disney know World. better. I don't think they ever do make it. They're on their way to Disney World when something happens. Yeah. But something we will talk about the end. So I noticed also continuity wise when the pastor goes to have lunch with um, student wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they show an exterior shot of a place that was called like Ruby, like Ruby or something. And they, they cut <laughs> to the Ralphs. Place. They cut to the inside of the restaurant. The words on the wall and the menu and everything is for a totally different place. TGI yeah, Fridays. They couldn't. They just gorilla filmed in a TGI like Fridays. Diner, yeah. yeah. So they got like an exterior shot of somewhere and then just did a completely different thing. Yeah, there's some low rent shit in this. There's I mean, definitely uh, tons is. of movies do that. They just make it look seamless. Yeah, you know? what's <laughs> not low rent editors. is the um, the animation that uh, Josh uses for his, in his first day? presentations. I was okay, like, that's well, why it's taking you it. so damn long. You're making full length animated movies to show your class. So at the end of um, the first day of arguments, there's three days of arguments. Yeah. Uh, the first day, Josh tries to prove intelligent design of the universe by essentially taking um evolution and breaking it down in a way that makes sense for creationism which is is decent i didn't hate it yeah about his arguments and about the like quote-unquote debate at the center of the movie right i there are things that i think the atheist says that are reductive and stupid and make him look stupid deliberately but like there's a big jump in the logic of this which is like if you can prove god exists then you can prove that it's Yahweh and Jesus and right. all the Bible is right and there's no other option right. in between there right. yeah. when like there uh, there's clearly other fucking faith traditions true that have been around longer another thing that i want to say about this movie is 
we go into the family life of the Muslim girl, and it's, oh, her dad's so rude and domineering. Right. We go into the family life of the Chinese guy, and, oh, he's so His scared of communism. His dad also domineering. Also rude and domineering. His dad only, also don't We talk never about see any fucking Christian car. parents, and the reason is, if you were to sure. show them doing anything that Christian parents do, they would come off just as rude and domineering. They would look the same yeah. as a yeah. Muslim right. father. Honestly, like, if you were going to go from people who are, like, raise their kid to be this way, it would Seriously, look the same. Seriously, what would happen in a fucking Christian movie if the girl was like, uh, I'm atheist now? They would ha- they would react in exactly the same way if, and, like, if, cut her out of their lives I can tell you what would happen if my parents knew anything about me now that I didn't tell them is yep. I would be disowned. I'd right. have text messages that read a lot like being thrown out of your house by your crying father. <laughs> exactly. It would look the same. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. The eye is on you too. Yeah, dude. There's no escape the, from God's judgment, the homie. The Chinese character's Wisely father left out parents. is only ever shown twice in a moving vehicle, presumably on a business trip because he's just too busy to be a dad. Yeah. They at least had them speaking Also, uh, they Mandarin. only gave... At least. Martin. No, no, don't mention God is being taught in We're being your listened thing. to. The yeah. party is here. The party's listening. No, you're getting... He's like, you're jeopardizing your brother's chances of studying abroad. Yeah. This poor guy, they only ever gave that character like two outfits to wear. Yeah. You uh, can only ever see him in a shirt and tie. Yep. And With a, it was like a gray, gray yep. uh, 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 track sweater I was like, thing. give him another costume. Yeah, please. <laughs> so I didn't hate the first argument. Then they brought up Stephen Hawking, and then that was kind of a weak argument. Nobody gives a fuck about these new atheist pricks, you absolute loser. Nobody, they don't have any bearing on anybody real's life. They haven't since like 2007. What do you expect from a guy who, like, the only lesson he gives on the first day is to read a a, like a 16 name list of atheist philosophers? Okay, that was really funny to have a whole board of names and then Mm -hmm. go through and list, read all the names. It's like. Why write them on the board then? You right, just say them dunks. out loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he really, I think they did that just because Kevin Sorbo was like, I really want to flip a whiteboard over. Oh, yeah. Because he also does think it was, flip he a does whiteboard. The writer being like, look at the names I know. I know who yeah. I'm talking to. I've yeah, read these guys. Yeah, yeah. And then he's well, like, agnostics. A, also, if you're agnostic, you're weak as fuck. That's a weak position yeah, to, yeah. Not, to admit you don't know something. If Kevin Sorbo was my college professor... I would think he's annoying if right. he tried to bribe us at the beginning of like like an ideological bribe and the first day of class where he was. Like, I would you think have to it was s- a philosophical test. N- I, like, yeah, yeah, I would say, be like, wait, why are we doing this in philosophy? Because you're dealing well, in absolutes okay, and now, we're not talking about. Dylan, you've brushed up against what I think is like the central fucking stupid thing about this. That's bit, what I wrote down is like you wouldn't like do this the, unless it was a test. What this dude, the proof of how stupid the guy who wrote and directed this is, right. is. When philosophy professors do shit like this, they are doing it to, to provoke prove yeah. this yeah. discussion yeah. exactly yeah. and to have these First Amendment cases. They're literally doing it so that this discussion gets taught. Right. And so to have him like be so angry and like be like, I hate Christians and that's why I'm doing it, it's clear that this motherfucker doesn't know anything about philosophy. No. And it's like just totally outpaced by, I took, that, I, I'm not hey, fucking by the way, Socrates. By the way, I took one philosophy class, and I understand the basis of of the exercise of thought right. better better than the writer of well, this movie. It's called a Socratic dialogue, yeah. you fucking moron. It's revealed yeah. that he hates God and Christians because, because his mom died of cancer when cancer! he was Cancer! We've got cancer. three cancers. And God didn't stop it. Yeah, yeah. God didn't stop the ca- That's the name of this it's movie, actually. God didn't stop the cancer. Yeah. God. That's my favorite Billy Joel song. This movie, this God movie is didn't more... stop the cancer. Movie's more competent. It metastasized and killed my arm. Than the other one God we watched, but cancer. it's not any less racist or bad. No, no, I think this one made me matter because the, uh, this one's like a chick track that they just made into a movie. Whereas yeah. the other ones, their movies made for Christians to enjoy. Right. Oh, which you can you, can't you have, can almost be okay with. Right. Like, you can't right, see a movie yeah. with sex. You can't see a movie with drugs or cursing because you you're a, a simpleton. Right. Yeah. yeah, you can't handle it because you're a moron. But right. here, we'll make this sort of lesser product for you to enjoy. And it's fun to watch those make fun of them because Christian culture is just bankrupt. But right. um, this <laughs> one... So Rococo at this point. Yeah, this one had me fucking vibrating and had me like screaming <laughs> at the TV and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I also think... give us like the final argument that the little boy gives is that if without a God, like if God doesn't exist, that there is no reason to be... A moral. good and moral person, yeah. which is kind of nasty. <laughs> There's so much. That's the that's the argument I heard a lot growing up. It's yeah, like, you can't have morals without a god. They and always why not? Quote that, they always quote that same fucking Dostoevsky quote, which is, um, "If there's no god, then everything's permissible." And, and right. I mean, basically, what it comes down to is like, 
they don't understand that you cannot believe in Yahweh God or not believe that there's like a thinking mover at the top of things and still believe in like a presiding spirit or like like overall transcendent right. truth it doesn't necessarily all have to stem from your one stupid fucking book moron right yeah uh it's just both sides of the argument are it feels like a really poorly written spider-man comic to me because <laughs> okay. a lot of peter parker's issues in comics boil down to having a bad teacher yeah so like and they're almost always cartoonishly like they're telegraphing like i'm bad the yeah, whole time yeah. and then you're supposed to be shocked or when a they... bad boss and you find out yeah. oh it turns out this oh, older fuck, guy that's the vulture is yeah, this right, arms right. dealer yeah. is the vulture what yeah yeah like it... so i just i don't know how this guy has taught this long if he's threatening people's academic futures like he does but you know they they make him have like he's really aggressive he's like ad hominem-ing. he's calling christians stupid and shit right. right and it's like oh well he's not debating carefully enough the real way he loses is admitting that he thinks god is real and he's mad at it and that's yeah, how exactly, he loses which is uh, n- would never happen but uh, right. uh, the reason he does that is because before that argument in a conversation that wasn't part of the argument he admits to his uh to, to his student that um, his mom died of cancer. Yeah. It was really traumatic for him. And then that kid comes back and like and reveals that before yeah, everyone. Uses yeah, uses that against him in an argument. It's like that well, is just but we are allowed see, to manipulate. See, in the church, we're you're allowed, allowed to, to do bend, that. Right, right. We're allowed to bend the laws of logic. But when you do it, you're at you home. do it. You're, you're a monster. Yes, yeah. You're actually breaking logic, and you're not engaging with us on our our arguments or whatever. That's the fuck. it is this exactly. Is why debate is fucking stupid. Don't debate, try to debate people online or like or at all. Really, it doesn't accomplish fucking anything. It has yet why would yeah. you start like because you're not doing it from any good faith I place just found out that the kid who plays the little boy was a featured dancer in high school musical 2 and i feel sick you should have seen this coming yeah <laughs> you can't what, have anything you Becca, you're not allowed to have dancer? any happiness <laughs> no not the feature oh, dancer. god <laughs> um by the way when this is something that struck me it was more of a set dressing that really made me laugh yeah. is when um child bride is making dinner party food for professor hercules yeah mm-hmm. she's using the smallest kitchen knife i've ever seen to chop well, carrots the, it's the size of my thumb and <laughs> she is just hacksawing <laughs> through this baby carrot the impression that she's particularly like with it yeah. adept yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like let me let me get like dinner prepped and she's just walking around the dinner party with trays of just like cherry tomatoes and like sticks of celery and they're like, serving cockalvin which is like the most bougie thing you can think of in a like level one but screenwriting we don't see class. it we don't see it oh we know no we don't all we <laughs> see is true. the uncut vegetables another thing that's like so fucking Baby's lazy kitchen, is right? they cut to the atheist lib work lib woman like working <laughs> with her um she's journaling or doing journalism or whatever the fuck right right and they're playing music she's like playing music on her computer but it's christian music it is why wouldn't you just spring for like one or like a stock or an instrumental song or yeah something? get some like, they been fine they that it like it makes her angry so she a racist writes freak them. yeah maybe i don't know it's it's also, the venom with which a uh, cancer journalist says Jesus when she's talking to Willie Robertson made me laugh. She's like, it's a normal sentence. She's saying it normally. Yeah. So you're telling me that you believe in Jesus? <laughs> like, she says it so harshly. Yeah. I <laughs> I said about the white dude, this motherfucker's got the dopiest looking face i ever seen. Right. He looks physically ill. When he the... constantly looks confused. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, what? People don't believe what I believe? Oh, God. Oh no! I better go put on another Newsboys shirt. <laughs> oh God, that'll protect Big me. Sneeze. <laughs> Bless there you. There is that Thank one you. scene where Kevin Sorbo like pops up behind him in the elevator, and it looks like he is about to murder him in there. Then I, I think that I think part of that was unscripted too, where like the kid was so like startled by seeing him yeah. that he forgot to press the elevator button because <laughs> Kevin oh, Kevin Sorbo like ominously reaches super close into his personal space to hit the door button. <laughs> and they, let me just let fix me just, this take real quick. Love yeah. also but it totally worked. That part worked. Yeah. It so was just the, <laughs> funny. The, cli- the climax? Maybe not the climax. The denouement. The, the denouement of God's Not Dead is Kevin Sorbo's character is running to the Newsboys concert to Bam! reconcile yeah. with her boyfriend. Yes. With his boy- girlfriend. I'm yeah, sorry. With his, with his girlfriend. I don't with think his boyfriend. so. I think it's literally Ball just that he has... The, the plot summary says that that's what Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. I just thought that it was because he like liked Christ now. Or was no. Like, he, he, oh, no, like, not yet. He He's was close. Like, I need to hear the fucking Newsboys right now! Also, what they, they showed a shot of Dean Cain's car later, and I think that was implying that Dean Cain 
is the one who hit and killed him. Yeah. Honestly. Oh! I'm not, don't quote me on that. Maybe but I, so. They showed a shot of his car yeah. after, and it looked like the same car. Okay. That, honestly, is that when that he threw his sense. phone in the yeah. backseat? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. he is running to the Newsboys concert. He gets hit by a car. Flies in the air, lands on his back. <laughs> one shot that I and his lungs liked. begin filling with blood. Yeah, Congo man takes one look at him and goes, "He's his lungs are filling with blood. He's gonna die." He he doesn't doesn't have oh, I've long. seen this on the child soldiers from Africa where I live. <laughs> so then, bleach blonde pastor boy who has been angry all week because his cars won't start. It's finally like, finally, I get to do some real Jesus. I believe that something oh, finally, really good some real is work. actually, I know you're dying and I know you're suffering. They and smile I know, yeah. when this man dies yeah. because they lead him to salvation right. and then death is supposed to be happy now. I know God has made your entire life suffering and misery. And I know that if you don't accept him right now, he's going to send you to an eternity of suffering and misery. And I know that makes him seem stupid and cruel, but actually that's what makes him so beautiful. We don't get any resolve though. Like we don't get to see... Uh, Mina's student wife's reaction to nope. his death. We don't see students' reaction to it. Like nope. his death has basically no consequence yeah. on any of the characters. Also, um, on the subject of Brother Dave and Congo Man, when yeah. they are at the church and the cars won't start, they keep getting cars dropped off by some fuckhead who <laughs> thinks a community theater the actor. Community theater actor supposed like to be the comic. Guy, okay. He's fine. Yeah. This this chain smoking weirdo. You can just tell from his voice. Yeah. But like every scene he's in, when he gets out. The expectation with the way the camera's on him is, like, for everyone in the audience to go, like, oh, I know that this guy. That guy, yeah, yeah. Who was that? Who Do you cares? guys know? I'm know. looking it up because One I think it's a Christian comedian. totally inoffensive guys like in Lowry. the entire movie. If it's actually Tim Lowry, that would – or – um, uh, It's not Tim Hawkins. Uh, What's that motherfucker's name? Jim something. No. Boy. They're all Tim and Jim. <laughs> I truly, I hate these if dudes I was, so much. I, I flew halfway across the country 36 to go hours. to Disney World yeah. and have to do a 12-hour drive to get there, and all I want is to take a picture in Mouse Ears in front of the fucking castle, yeah. and the cars won't start, I would not be going, it's okay, God hey, is good. I, I would have be lived like, through so much tragedy. I would be fucking <laughs> raging. Oh, living in America is so cool. It is so much better than the global south. That's, he, and he we has made a couple it that of way. That are like, I'm just happy to be here. African people love Disney World. America is Christian because we're best, and we're best because we're Christian. If Africa was Christian, they'd have Disney World, but they so. don't, and that's why they want to be us. So he is a stand-up comedian. Oh, who is he? His name is Tommy Blaze. Huh. He's also a writer and producer known for Dancer in the Dame, Lucky's Treasure, and Friends, 1994. Hmm. Was he ever on Bananas? <laughs> I Bananas don't know. was the Christian comedy I watched. Why baby. does the the character description of Martin, the Chinese guy, is that he's Josh's best friend? <laughs> they talk like twice. They talk twice, and then he's like, "Just go to this concert with me because I was supposed to go with my bitch ex girlfriend, and now she's not going anymore." God, better give me pussy now that I did a good job. <laughs> Newsboys as themselves. Thank you. Oh, I have written here on my notes. Oh, Muslim girl is God's pussy reward. Thanks, God. Okay, we have to talk real quick. Oh about my it. god. The guy who played Pastor Dave is a co-founder of Pure Flix. Uh, Makes sense. Oh. Makes sense. David A.R. White. When they go when Dean Kane goes to visit the mom with dementia, finally. Yes. And he and just talks just to her. Sitting in the dark, they do the Green Goblin in I, the corner. I fucking love this scene. She it's becomes sentient for two seconds yeah. and is basically like, You have everything that you have because you sold your soul to Satan yeah. and you've turned yourself away from God and you're not gonna have a good life. And he's like do you know who I am? And she's like, no. When did you get here? I, I kind of like this scene. Like, her eyes roll back in her head, basically. She, and she oracles like, for a few yeah, minutes. Yeah. She's like, the yes. eyes of the Lord are upon the damned, and there is no escape. Judgment comes to the... <laughs> Wind the, blows, the, the lights turn like, green. you're visiting your mom. Turn the fucking lights on. Yeah. yeah. God. Sitting no, he has to sit in the dark with the at devil. his grandmother. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any yes. fucking sense. If he doesn't sit in the dark, the devil can't be in the room with him. That's how that works. Oh, my God, you're right. Guys, I got really nervous because we went nervous? the whole we went the whole movie and mm -hmm. i made this prediction at the start of the movie that there's no way that they're going to let this dude not fuck at the end right and it, it keeps going and i'm like man he really is not having any sort of sexual impulse whatsoever yeah but luckily they muslim women are there to be property oh we thank can god all agree uh, this <laughs> i think if you can take anything away from well, this episode get, she had to get thrown out of her house for it right it was you don't want to be your dad's property no you god be a white boy's property because right. he's so smart much better. and he's but right yeah she had to get caught listening to a white 
right-wing evangelical fucking pastor yeah. before yeah. she was allowed to be preyed upon. This movie is messy. This yes, movie is messy. I just, I always, I kept forgetting. It's been like three or four years since I've sat down and watched this, and I forgot just like how there's 18 plot lines. That, all uh, these people yeah. that don't ever get screen time, and then like yeah. the way that they cut in the middle of the scenes to do a transition back into a presentation that they think is so good, and it's really not. They thought they had us. The the guys when they got done, they put the the, the ink dried off the printer. They put the wax seals yeah. on it and sent it to King Pastor that they have to get it reviewed by whoever King Pastor is probably. You know how in like um, Pat Robertson or uh, like in Marvel movies or like the the live action Disney movies, you can sort of feel how each individual scene, the things that are supposed to be like these big cultural products, they feel like micro targeted to individual demographics. Yeah. And each scene, you can you can be you can work backwards and be like, here's why that's sort in there. of how they're marketing the entire next slate of the Marvel movies to China specifically. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, but like, already. Started. I remember <laughs> thinking that when I was watching Wandavision, where it's like, oh, I see this scene is supposed to be for this sector. Yeah, of you can see with Loki too. This, yeah, 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 they're they're marketing to Doctor Who fans this and to the queer too. community you can with see like why one each line. Individual yep. scene is in there and who they think it's supposed right. to be ministering to, or like it's in there to be like, like I. Oh, we need to finance this, and the newsboys are willing to give us yeah. such and so amount of money if they like produce this movie. I don't know. I I, I think it has the same. Um, it's just like paper thin. You see yeah. exactly what subtextless. Yeah, back uh, to Christians not knowing subtext. It, they don't yeah. have it. Um, they're afraid if they use it, people won't get it. Yeah. I think. I think there's like some purity of motive there, where it's like if we hide this too much in story, right. they might miss it. And then I would point them to a little seven book series entitled Chronicles of Narnia, which yep. also lacks some subtext, but has way more than your fucking movie. I mean, I um, I definitely prefer Chronicles of Narnia. Me too. To like any Christian media that's been made. I the prefer past. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. Chronicles like, of Narnia is not. Christian, like it is, but it's, I don't it know. is, he, but it isn't. It's, he, it's, it's I would say the same about stories. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, I don't think. Well, is Tolkien, media. Tolkin did not. Tolkien hates. Yeah, he didn't allegory. Want allegory, right? Yeah, but he's so Christian that it seeps. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Is like I'm telling you, if you're talented and you're Christian, you don't have to write a Christian book. Exactly. You write a, you write a book, exactly. it'll be there. What you are made of, it goes into your stories. So yeah. if you just write a thing. It'll be there, and people will be touched by it, and you'll change lives that way instead of a movie wherein you posit a world where everyone's so stupid These that they just These are always movies, so yeah. bad. They're always bad. They're always bad. bad. They're you know, notoriously bad, the, like, so you're not going to get any new converts from and, these. And, no. and the David O. Russell movies and the like, Wes Anderson ensemble flicks, that I think that these are supposed to be kind of like, oh, this is the Christian version of that. They're competently done, and... They're funny and there's a they feel earned. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like I said, it feels like they have genuine compassion for all the characters. Right. Whereas there's clear bad and good guys in this, and all the bad guys like die or are abusers, and all the good guys are like vindicated and only have good things happen to them and yeah. you never see anything go wrong in their life. You know what I mean? God's it's, not dead is the Christian French dispatch. You heard it here first. Yeah, exactly. Oh damn. Oh, damn. Because it's shit. <laughs> well, we don't know yeah. that yet. The movie's not out. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But you're probably right. <laughs> what are we guys rating this film? You want to get it? You want to bad. Give it a, uh, Becca gives it a bad out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, what about you? You got any rating for it? Yikes. <laughs> uh, in in what context? Am I rating them against the other Christian movies? You know what? For you, yeah. Against like yeah, like, what uh, we've watched so okay, far. I think I do like week away at three. I think I'd probably do Assassin 33 AD at like 3.5, and I think I'd do this at like 1.5. Out of 5? Out of 5. This thoroughly uh, underwhelmed me, uh, but I didn't hate it. So, like, I I think I just existed through it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So we're giving it a 2. 2.5 maybe. Like a solid half in the middle of like, It's not one of the – you can't, like, scream about how – bad it's made as much as some of the other ones so it's right. not like in that sense it's not as fun to talk about no it's, it's so infuriating in other ways the most fun to watch was week away week away was like cringe week away was cringe yeah. uh made by adults for children which yeah. was always fun 33 ad was a, a child in a toy box yes and definitely. that's fun and, and then this movie is just like competent people made it incompetently which is right. is so upset. It's more. It's when your parents would tell you they're disappointed in you because they know how smart you are. Yeah. That's what this feels like. Yeah. This is disappointing too because like this did so well. 
financially. It got two well, sequels. Right, and we're going to watch them. We're going to watch them. So I'm sure I won't get mad at all. The weekend that this came out in theaters, it was third at the box office behind Muppets and fucking Divergent. Did any of you guys get <laughs> texts? Did you get texts from your friends who who had I, seen this and oh, were yeah. saying God is de- God's not dead? I don't so that's part of the movie. That I ever did. No. no, I never got a God's not dead text. Well, uh, Willie Robertson says that if there's ten thousand people here and each of them text a hundred people, <laughs> that's ten million texts. Yeah. So you just MLM'd. <laughs> I don't know a hundred people. Willie Robertson I could comes text. on at the Newsboys concert, but they never show them making a connection or anything. There's no, no reason. Mm-mm. Just because he yeah. was in the movie and they just needed to Angelo, film another scene. Yeah, Angelo didn't act like he knew him. Exactly. I think my favorite member of the Newsboys is the drummer. Just <laughs> personally, is he why? Because he doesn't talk. My favorite he does, one is the but one... he's like British or Australian yeah. or something, and he plays the drums fun. He's like, oh, oh yeah. that's fun. I loved when she, whoever, when she burst into the back and was like. I'm Amy, blah, blah, blah. And the, whoever it is that goes, did we schedule this? That's like the only <laughs> real response. Yeah. That's the most realistic response. And she's response. like, no, I find that the best interviews come from ambushing, which like, that's not like, oh, There's wow. no journalist okay. like that no. alive. You can't do that. Like when you interview actual celebrities, you, you have, have to, like, to schedule send the questions yeah. I mean, over ahead of time. You maybe yeah. would have that with like Perez Hilton or something. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Even then it's like. Like, you can just watch on YouTube uh, video compilations of journalists trying to do this. The only stars. way you can do that for real is if you do what she does to Willie and, like, hide behind a pillar and jump out at him while he's going I, into church. Yeah. I, I would you like to see like where she did that, like, 12 times that. thinking some bearded white guy was Willie Robertson she until she got the right the video one. Of, her name's Dasha. She was She's the host of Red Scare, but she was dressed like fucking Sailor Moon. And, and somebody tried to do, like, uh, Infowars, I think, try, like, came up to her on the street and was like, are you a socialist? And she was like, uh, yeah, get the fuck out of here. And, like... Like, made them look like chumps. Yeah. And that's because when you're being the aggressor and that type of man on the street, unless, like, the whole thing is to look like an idiot, like fucking Billy on the street or whatever, yeah. then you're gonna – it's very easy for somebody to judo flip that into being like, that's why Willie so easily is able to be like, yeah, I love Jesus, I love hunting ducks, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sort of like – And then she's rude to his wife and he's like, uh – Whoa, well, I guess we should get back he, to fucking. I think he really would have, like, <laughs> just... Real. Yeah, I love that they were, like, so sexually open. That's one thing about the Duck Dynasty guys that <laughs> they, I did. They are like, into fucking, like, yeah. Yes, they're I like, like, I love fucking my wife. When they say the thing they're about like her being barefoot We should pregnant. have more people like, be okay with that. that again. Yeah. 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 yeah, we should do yeah. that again. We should get back to you being barefoot and pregnant, which would Bye. therefore mean we had six. You yeah. know I've had a UTI for six years. Okay, here are my two notes that I really want to read. There's this one moment. These are both from the Kevin Sormo climax where he's not running around but right before that it's the end of the trial right okay and the christian kid is like you hate god say it say it why do you hate him come on say why you hate him and i just wanted kevin sorbo to be like because i'm a jew and i'm a bolshevik communist and i hate america and i love the illuminati and i want everybody to get abortions and i want a new world order and i want white genocide that's why i'm just dirty and stupid and evil inside and i need a brave white american to show me that's the vibe that i got that's yeah yeah it felt like it correct would have been better if he had just come out and say that yeah. And then also, I don't know if it's the win you think it is to be like, <laughs> I'm giving them a choice to believe and you're taking away their choice. And then at the end of the movie, a bunch of people just lifelessly get up and chant God's not dead in unison. <laughs> like they like right. robots. Yes, they yeah, 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 yeah. God's not dead. God's not dead. God's not dead. If I saw that, I would be like, oh, God, it's happening. Everyone run. <laughs> right, also, like, don't you love how the first song they come out with is basically like, God is king and king is God and he yeah. is the king and God is the king and we love the king. I'm giving them a choice to believe and you're not giving them a choice. My choice is go to hell forever or believe exactly what I believe and go to my church and listen to all the same music as I do. Did well, when you present tweet? it that way. <laughs> I can't remember if I said it to y'all or not. There was a tweet that was like, I have a joke about contemporary contemporary Christian music. I have a joke about contemporary yeah. Christian yes, music. I have a joke about contemporary Christian music. It's fucking How'd great. you type that with your hands raised? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's so good. Dean oh. utter disgust with his infer- infirm mother, LMAO. He's just sitting in the dark, watching her do nothing and monologuing to himself. I think that's why he's, he's just my like, favorite. Look at you, you ugly bitch. You I look have at a you, you fuck. Cunt. You slut. You absolute monster. You have dementia. My life is perfect, and you eat chicken. Where's I your don't. god now, you stupid <laughs> freak? I'm a rich man. I'm Dean Kane, and I eat steak for every meal. <laughs> She's like, well, actually, you sold your soul to Satan. 
Anyways, who are you again? Which one are you? <laughs> what if she was just saying who are you because she couldn't fucking see in the dark? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can <laughs> like, you turn the lights on, son? <laughs> I do also like that Josh's ex-girlfriend got mad at him for learning. She yeah. more than once would yell at him with the argument blowing up. Please tell You'll me you didn't spend all this time learning. You'll you never be a lawyer so if books. you read books in yeah. philosophy class. It wasn't class. part of her 50-year <laughs> plan. It wasn't a 50-year plan. She has the next 50 years of Here's their lives thing. planned out. I knew girls like this. I almost dated a yeah. couple. I fucking, I couldn't stand it then. I was I like, know. you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. She's mad. she's mad at him because she followed him to a college. To a college. I really like when the newsboys go. <laughs> they're at the concert and they're like, hey, man, we heard about the college. How did they hear about the how? college professor? Yeah, how did they thing? hear about that? Who, so cares? who told them? But they, they go, apparently know we Pastor heard about Dave it or something? and God's Maybe. proud of you and we know he's smiling upon you. <laughs> like, you get the newsboys are you, in, are you in God's email chain? <laughs> yeah, what, of course. What happened? Yeah, how probably. did you know that? Well, in the Protestant worldview, Christian celebrities like the Newsboys and Duck Dynasty speak to God like the Pope. And They're the heads of the church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've proved it by being rich. They've earned it. Yeah. They've earned God's presence through right. their financial gain. So yes, When they obviously. say God's proud of you, that's when you know God's proud of you. That really paints my grandfather <laughs> in a sinister light. You know, because he's come off so Scott clean. So, right. Normally so on this podcast, he looks so cool. <laughs> oh, boy. Tune in next episode for a quick little family reunion. Ooh, I can't fucking wait. I'm calling it the, uh, the ketchup. Yep. I have some local ketchup. I have some local news though. Yeah, oh, local news as yeah, well. Yeah, I think cool. we do too. Yeah. Local news, we'll have barbecue ketchup corner. No. Oh, yeah. uh, well, that's unintentionally one pun in there. Uh, barbecue ketchup. Ketchup. The takeaway is when atheists use psychological ma- manipulation, that's psychological manipulation. When Christians, when Christians do, it, do it, it's that's salvation. The power of faith yeah. and dreams and it's redemption to do it, yeah. It's redemption through manipulation. And if you're an atheist, don't forget that even if your life is perfect right now, you're either going to you know, get cancer and die, get hit in a crosswalk and die, or be the person hitting the person in the crosswalk. <laughs> or you're yeah. going to be a megalomaniacal, like, Dean Cain, and just, like, chewing scenery and going, I'm a villain! I if, love being evil! If they're implying what I think they're implying, he is also now a murderer. Yeah. 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 He's so evil. His atheism is so fi- complete that he killed a person. Well, okay, so... Just to give a, this is way in the future, but right. we're gonna watch God's Not Dead too, and that's the one that's about a court trial. That, that yes. actually goes to but court, but it's not okay. this trial. No. Yeah. It's totally unrelated. It's a different story. Yes. Different story. And is it? I it's not the say... same boy as a lawyer, is it? No. That okay. would be crazy. Yeah. That would probably be good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the second one I don't think has any of the same people in it. The third one has Pastor Dave, Congo Man. And um, Josh for like two seconds. Congo man. Congo, Congo man, man returns. Congo man dying in Pastor Dave's arm. And in he's a like, church. Congo man, no! And it turns him into the new Bible man. Happens. Connected universe. That's there we go. That's basically what happens. A church oh, goes okay. up in flames and Congo man is inside. I, think I it's- never got to see Disneyland and Mickey Mouse. We could have met Albert Thweet, but no. <laughs> I never got to spin the teacups. Oh, that'd be the crossover event of the century. Yeah. Albert Thweet's rushing on the teacups, and oh, Congo Man Africa is like, Ooh. is so dangerous, but America is so perfect. <laughs> if only you believed in Christ like me. In America, <laughs> biggest problem, rental car, no start. Jesus. Yes, Pastor he goes Dave. back to Africa and he's in like a grass skirt and shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> also, God. Why, in this world, yeah. Why yeah. did Pastor Dave not just fully report that schlub to the company for obviously bringing him the same car twice? In- instead of fucking ministering to this dude, you just witnessed a fucking hit and run murder. Yeah. Like, get the take a picture. I know you have a cell phone. I've seen yeah. you call in the fucking rental car company, or at least delegate. They that don't to call someone. an ambulance. For go you. after that I, motherfucker. Go get him. I have to save his soul. You go try to find that There's murder. There's no, no, a no. crowd of people watching that happen. Nobody calls an ambulance. Yeah. Nobody does anything. I mean, they show an ambulance 10 minutes later. The real justice is what keeps me comfortable. You know? Yeah. And yeah. my yeah. enemies die. Yeah. It took me a second to process. I was like, you've never said that before. Why are you? <laughs> it took me so long. I was like, oh, good. Oh, no, thank I'm God. Playing a character. Charlie didn't get activated in a weird way. <laughs> this movie activated Charlie's weird evangelical cells. Yeah, yeah it regrew him. I, I mean, I literally did. I'm not. I didn't read this because I think I probably write this in the notes of everything. But <laughs> I, I wrote. Eh, fuck did it, you guys just, just have sex, you Christians, again? No, although that, that one's pretty <laughs> good. That one makes the most. That's sense. always prevalent, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
It solved uh, probably Professor Hercules's frustration. It may Destroy have. these people, Lord. Make <laughs> me your weapon so I can murder these cannibals and pedophiles, these half-wits who profane your kingdom. Deliver them into my hands. <laughs> and all God's people said amen. Amen. And that's been another exciting episode <laughs> of Youth Group Survivor Support Group. We hope you've enjoyed this review of God's Not Dead. Um, you know, tweet at us. Let us know what you thought of the movie. That would be pretty neat. <laughs> Uh, it'd be fun to give this movie some uh, negative traction <laughs> in a weird way. That'd be kind of sure, fun. Sure, yeah. Uh, you can follow us on social medias at YGSSG Podcast. Um, thank you for listening. We love it. We're completely supported by word of mouth. So if you tell people and they tell people, we grow. You get more of us. You get more show. I sent us to a meme page, a Hell Jesus yeah. meme page. Yeah. And respond. Well, that's fine. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we, you don't you don't get a bite on every line. No, and that's okay. Um, but yeah, follow us on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, I love you, and that's all I've got. I'll hand it over to whoever wants it can go first. Um, hey, it's Becca on all the socials, H-E-Y-O. I'm Becca Stogner on YouTube for um, my cat just rubbed up against a cactus. I hope he's okay. No. <laughs> my Robin Williams content, um, not this week, but the week after, I will have Flubber and then Goodwill Hunting right after that, so make sure you're around for those. The Robin Williams downfall of the late 90s is coming, and I am not excited, but I have Q to do it anyway. Jaws music. Bum, bum. Once it hits Patch Jaws Adams, yeah. it's like a downhill fucking tumble bum, for like six bum. years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and my other podcast is The Time Machine. We just finished our coverage of all the Disney Channel games. That was a fun time. We have some fun content coming at y'all in july as well as make sure you follow us on instagram at time machine podcast or just time machine on any of the socials for that stuff yeah baby rad charlie allen american landmark on instagram piano pest on twitter i haven't done anything on tiktok in a while since i've got so scary with my growls but maybe i'll start doing that again (laughs) hikikomori povich on on tiktok um form the new church Help me form a new sort of paramilitary order where we can um, pose an actual threat to the agents of dark magic and capital. And, um, fuck yeah, baby. Just get crazy. Oh, uh, music. Charlie Allen music. Go find that stuff. Probably there's new stuff soon. Whatever. Love you. Bye-bye. And like we always say here on YGSSG, Slug-a-bugga! Slug-a-bugga!